Hey everyone, welcome to What in the Bible? Today we are going to go over Paul's eternal sermon. I actually find this to be one of the funniest stories in the Bible, if not in the New Testament, just because it's so like, wait, what, what just happened? So we will be in Acts chapter 20 and only verses 7 through 12. Acts chapter 20 in general is not usually the most exciting chapter. It, it's, um, it's about Paul's travels, where he went, where he wanted to go, who was being naughty, who he had to talk to, who was nice to him. Because we're getting to the end of the chapter of Acts, and so we're um, at, towards the end of Acts, it starts to wrap up where everywhere that Paul has been, right? And so this is considered his third missionary voyage that's uh, being covered here. And honestly, it's a lot of it's a lot of travel detail. That that's what's going on. But in the middle of Acts chapter 20. There's an interesting little little snippet here. So, here we go. Acts chapter 20, starting with verse 7. On the first day of the week, we came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people and, because he intended to leave the next day, kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Seated in a window was a young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young man home, and home alive, and were greatly comforted. This whole section is a what in the Bible moment to me. Okay. People have gathered because Paul is leaving, and many commentators believe this is uh, an indication that Christians were already meeting on Sundays instead of the Jewish Sabbath. And it may have to do with the fact that many converting weren't Jewish. And so they could only meet at night. Like they weren't going to be able to get the true Jewish Sabbath, right, from their employers. Okay. And so they're there. Imagine it. You got all these people up in this room. And you have lamps going because you don't have electricity. And so it's a little smoky. It's probably hot because there's a lot of people up there. There is no air conditioning. So Eutychus is sitting in the window. Right? He probably worked that day. So he's sitting in the window. He's tired. It's hot. It's a little smoky. It's late at night. And Paul is talking on and on. And one commentator, it's, it's funny, he says this is a fun little friendly jab at Paul for being uh, so, who loved to talk. And if you've ever read, you know, Paul's letters in the original Greek, you would see that he was truly verbose. The man liked to talk. Anyway, so Eutychus is falling asleep and he falls asleep and falls out a third story window. Okay. 
and they pick him up dead. Paul goes downstairs, throws himself on him, says, don't worry, he's, he's alive, it's good. Goes back upstairs, broke bread, and ate. Now, the broke bread, maybe he took communion again to thank God that um, Eutychus was raised from the dead. And then he ate. And there is that separation there because Paul also talks about, hey, you can't be taking communion like it's your meal. So I think that's part of the reason there is that separation there. But I love it that it's like normal to Paul. So he goes upstairs, he thanks God, he eats a meal, and then he's back at it, right? He does even break stride with it. I don't know if if somebody dropped dead in the middle of one of my services because they were they fell asleep because I was talking for so long, I might draw the meeting to a close. I, I might. Now, some commentators argue about whether or not Eutychus really died, even though it says he was picked up dead. Because they argue maybe he was just unconscious and they didn't know that and they just figured he was dead because it says that Paul threw his arms around him and said, don't be alarmed, he's alive. And the word is kind of like he still has his soul, like maybe still his breath. And But the language is in, uh, reminiscent of different stories throughout the Bible of when people have been raised from the dead. So the throwing himself on the young man like and like basically bear hugging him or lying on top of him is both reminiscent of Elijah and Elisha and basically their method they use when they raise, raised someone from the dead. And then the don't be alarmed, he's alive, is reminiscent of the language that Jesus used when he was like, don't, don't worry, she's only sleeping. Okay. So, and then he went upstairs and broke bread. So for me, it sounds like he took communion again. So maybe another uh, act of thankfulness, right? Of a miracle that was just seen. But I love it that he just, and then he just kept talking. And then there's one verse that people really, like, nobody really understands. So verse eight, it says there were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Now it seems like a duh statement. It's night. You don't have electricity. You're going to have lamps. So why is why is their narrator telling us there were many lamps? Now, some people go to an extreme on this and say, because they were meeting at midnight, they had to have a lot of lamps in the room so that nobody thought anything, you know, wrong or wicked was going on in that room. Others say, oh, they only had lamps so that they could snuff them so they wouldn't be caught. But there were many lamps, so obviously they weren't trying to not be caught by the authorities. And I would think it would be a loud crowd anyways. So he was found dead on the street. Did somebody see Eutychus just drop out the window and they ran down? Because it was obviously well lit in there. Were there people out in the street? So it was probably, there were probably just still people in the street. He's in a, he's in a city, right? He's not out in a farmhouse somewhere. Anyway, I heard a pastor one time say that he believed that the lamps were angels 
because the Bible does make reference to angels being messengers of light. And earlier in Acts, when the Holy Spirit comes upon um, the disciples, it comes in flames, right? Flames of fire. And so he thought that meant that there were a lot of angels in the room. It could be. I don't know. It's not clear. The word lamps is literally the word lamps in Greek. So you you take your pick. Yeah, it's open for interpretation on that one. Anyway, this is just my funny what in the Bible moment for me for this week. As always, feel free to leave a comment, questions. If you want to hear your what in the Bible verse or story, on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email, thearchaeologynerd at gmail.com. Have a great day, guys.